Hello everyone. In this class, we'll learn about juxtaglomerular apparatus and renal circulation. Juxtaglomerular apparatus. Juxtaglomerular apparatus is a complex specialized structure found in the region where the tubule lies in contact with its own glomerulus forming a specialized cells of varying functions. Juxtaglomerular apparatus plays an important role in feedback mechanism called tubuloglomerular feedback mechanism which regulates glomerular filtration rate and blood flow through glomerular capillaries. These specialized cells includes macula densa, lassi cells or they are also called as extraglomerular mesangial cells and juxtaglomerular cells. Macula densa. Macula densa are tightly packed specialized group of epithelial cells in the distal tubules that come in contact with afferent and different arteriole of its own glomerulus. These cells are uh, or can detect sodium load in filtrate and can regulate secretion of renin. It is likely that macula densa mediated renin secretion helps to maintain systemic arterial blood pressure under conditions of reduced vascular volume. Lasse cells or extraglomerular mesangial cells. Lasse cells are mesangial cells located outside the glomerulus. That is, they are found in the triangular area between the afferent arterioles, efferent arterioles and macula densa. They are agranular cells. They produce renin in small amounts. These cells are contractile and they can play a role in regulation of GFR by regulating blood flow through the glomerular capillaries by altering the capillary surface area. Juxtaglomerular cells. They are modified smooth muscles lining the afferent arterioles near glomeruli. They are granular and can synthesize, store and release renin. The juxtaglomerular cells are in sympathetic nerve fibers and release their renin content in response to sympathetic discharge. They act as a baroreceptors. They monitor renal perfusion pressure and are stimulated during hypovolemia or decreased renal perfusion pressure. So this is an important diagram showing the juxtaglomerular apparatus which includes afferent arterioles uh, where the cells are modified as juxtaglomerular cells showing the distal connected tubule which are the uh, cells modified as a macula densa which can detect sodium load or chloride load and uh, we have also the lasse cells or mesangial cells. Renin enjoys tension system. Cells in the afferent arterioles that are sites of synthesis, storage and release of proteolytic enzyme renin. Some of the stimulants for renin secretion are whenever there is a fall in arterial blood pressure, reduction in the ECF volume, increased sympathetic activity or decreased load of sodium or chloride in macula densa, prostaglandins can stimulate renin secretion. The Renin is produced from the juxtaglomerular apparatus that is juxtaglomerular cells and where it is going to convert angiotensinogen into angiotensin 1. Angiotensinogen is produced in the liver and uh, the converted angiotensin 1 is going to be released into the circulation where in the lungs uh, with the help of angiotensin converting enzyme it is converted into angiotensin 2. And angiotensin 2 uh, is a, a profound vasoconstrictor and it is 
can increase uh, sodium and water absorption from the renal tubules and some of it is also going to be converted into angiotensin 3 and 4 as well. Inhibitors of renin secretion increased load of sodium and chloride in macular densa, increased afferent arterial pressure, angiotensin 2 via negative feedback and vasopressin can inhibit the renin secretion. Renin alone does not have any physiological function. It is it functions slowly as a I mean solely as a proteolytic enzyme. Its substrate is circulating protein angiotensinogen which is produced in the liver. Angiotensinogen is cleaved by renin to yield decapeptide angiotensin 1. Angiotensin 1 also has no physiological function and it is further cleaved to octapeptide angiotensin 2 by converting enzyme that is angiotensin angiotensin converting enzyme secreted from the lungs. Various peptides, peptidases converts angiotensin 2 into angiotensin 3 which is a heptapeptide and angiotensin 5 which is a hexapeptide. Some of the actions of angiotensin 2 are it causes vasoconstriction leading to increase in the arterial blood pressure. It increases the blood pressure directly by increasing the release of norepinephrine from postganglionic sympathetic fibers where the norepinephrine acts as a vasoconstrictor. It acts directly on the adrenal cortex to release secretion of aldosterone. We know that aldosterone uh, is going to, it is a mineral corticoid, it increases the retention of sodium. It also acts on brain to decrease the response of baroreceptor reflex. The angiotensin 2 increases the water intake by stimulating thirst center and it also increases the secretion of ADH and ACTH. Angiotensin 3 has a pressure activity and aldosterone stimulating activity. So these are the some of the, uh, again uh, the angiotensin mechanism, angiotensinogen is released from the uh, liver it gets converted into angiotensin by renin. In the lung, it gets converted into angiotensin 2. And angiotensin 2 has uh, the profound action on the adrenal cortex, uh, which is going to produce aldosterone. It has uh, direct action on uh, the renal tubules to reabsorb uh, water. And uh, uh, the ADH is mainly going to inhibit the activity of angiotensin 2. Some of the applied aspects related to uh, 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 juxtaglomerular apparatus are angiotensin converting enzyme inhibitors are drugs used in the treatment of hypertension and congestive heart failure. They inhibit the formation of angiotensin 2 and thus decrease sodium and water retention. Coming to the renal circulation, the normal renal blood flow is around 1100 ml per minute that is 22% of the cardiac output. Some of the special features of renal circulation are the renal flow is maximum when compared to other circulation in the body that is almost 25% of the total cardiac output. It has a double portal system, two types of blood vessels are present, they are glomerular capillaries are meant for filtration and peritubular capillaries which are meant for reabsorption. There is a regional blood flow 
there is a variation in the blood flow through the various parts of the kidney that is the flow to the cortex is greater than the flow to the medulla renal cortex has 4 to 5 ml per gram per minute whereas uh, the blood flow in the medulla is only 1 to 2 ml per gram per minute and uh, which is in the outer part and just 0.3 ml per gram per minute in the inner part of the medulla oxygen consumption kidney is the second highest oxygen consumer next to the heart itself that is around it consumes 6 ml per 100 gram per minute renal arterial blood pressure is the highest uh, as it originates directly from the abdominal aorta then they have uh, specialized structures called as vasa recta the presence of vasa recta uh, the longest capillary for uh, they are they are important for the concentration of the urine and uh, the renal blood flow shows uh, autoregulation why blood flow in the cortex is greater than medulla the cortex contains major components of uh, nephron in inner medulla the long vasa recta and high interstitial osmotic pressure causes lower blood flow this is one of the reason for the production of hypertonic urine renal blood vessels the following uh, is the order of flow of blood in the kidney so the blood the arterial blood uh, supplied from the renal artery they divides into interlobular artery then arcuate artery <coughs> interlobular interlobular then afferent arteriole then glomerular capillaries efferent arterioles then they form stellate vein interlobular vein arcuate vein then the interlobar vein then they form renal vein renal vascular resistance changes with renal perfusion the effect of changes in the renal vascular resistance with the constant uh, renal perfusion is given in the figure okay. so renal uh, vascular resistance so when it is uh, decreased in uh, afferent usually the renal blood flow and the GFR is going to increase if there is the vascular resistance is uh, uh, increased in afferent then obviously the renal blood flow and the GFR as well they are going to decrease when there is a resistance is reduced uh, then the the renal blood flow is going to increase whereas the GFR is going to reduce when the resistance is uh, increased in the efferent arterioles so then it is going to decrease RBF but it is going to increase the GFR regulation of renal blood flow regulatory mechanism of renal blood flow include autoregulation neural regulation and hormonal regulation autoregulation is also called as intrinsic mechanism extrinsic mechanism include both neural and hormonal mechanism autoregulation by kidney renal blood flow thus uh, GFR remain constant over a wide range of renal arterial pressures that is uh, between 90 to 220 millimeters of mercury this occurs due to an, uh, an intrarenal mechanism known as autoregulation. This is brought by two mechanisms that is by myogenic theory and tubuloglomerular feedback mechanism. Myogenic theory, it is the ability of individual blood vessel to resist stretching during increased arterial pressure. This phenomena is referred 
as a myogenic mechanism of autoregulation of renal blood flow. When the blood flow to the kidneys increases, it stretches the elastic wall of the afferent arteriole. The stretch of the vessel will increase, uh, stretch of the wall increase the flow of calcium ions from extracellular fluid into the cells. The influx of calcium ion leads to the contraction of smooth muscles in afferent arteriole which causes constriction and increased resistance in the afferent arteriole. Thereby, blood flow is controlled. Tubuloglomular feedback. This mechanism based on sodium chloride concentration of tubular fluid. Tubuloglomular feedback mechanism maintains a constant renal blood flow and GFR when there is a fluctuation in the arterial blood pressure between 92 to 20 millimeters of mercury. The signals from renal tubules in each nephron feedback to affect filtration and its glomerulus. The tubuloglomular feedback mechanism has two components that act together to control the glomerular filtration rate. One is an afferent arterial feedback mechanism and an uh, efferent arterial feedback mechanism. Uh, this is how the blood pressure uh, within the range of 92 uh, to 10 it is uh, and as well as renal blood flow they are uh, going to be auto regulated by myogenic mechanism and tubular feedback mechanism within a constant range and this is a diagrammatic representation of maintenance of arterial blood pressure so whenever hydrostatic blood pressure decreases GFR decreases it will be uh, the sodium and chloride loads are detected in the macular denser renin angiotensin mechanism is going to activate it that increases the arterial resistance and uh, uh, increase the blood pressure whereas uh, a local mechanism do also exist so which can directly affect the afferent arterial resistance and uh, can negatively uh, you know, uh, uh, control the glomerular filtration rate. When GFR is decreased, the sodium chloride load reaching the macula densa is decreased. That is due to the increased sodium chloride reabsorption at PCT. Macula densa senses the sodium chloride concentration in the tubular fluid. Decrease in sodium chloride concentration initiates the signal from macula densa and it has two effects. That is, it decreases the resistance of blood flow in the afferent arterioles which raises the glomerular hydrostatic pressure and thus GFR is brought back to normal. Second, it increases the uh, renin release from juxtaglomerular cells of afferent and efferent arterioles. Renin increases the efferent arterial resistance by increasing the concentration of angiotensin 1 which is converted to angiotensin 2 thus GFR and uh, renal blood flow are brought back to the normal. Neural regulation, afferent and different arterial lining, smooth muscles are supplied by sympathetic nervous system. Here, slight to moderate sympathetic stimulation will not affect GFR and renal blood flow much as autoregulation uh, overrides the nervous regulation. Okay, so here, the, the, the autoregulation is going to override the effect of uh, nervous circulation. But very strong sympathetic stimulation causes constriction of renal arterioles resulting, resulting in decreased renal blood flow and uh, glomerular filtration rate. If strong sympathetic stimulation is continued, 
renal blood flow and GFR increases within 20 to 30 minutes. This may be due to the decay of neurotransmitter at nerve endings and uh, there are some nerve innervating the renal tubular cells and juxtaglomerular cells. If they are stimulated, juxtaglomerular cells secretes renin, then RBF increases. Hormonal regulation by catecholamines, that is norepinephrine, which causes renal vasoconstriction and uh, it causes increased resistance and the de decrease in the renal blood flow. Then we have a dopamine which uh, actually causes renal vasodilatation and it is going to increase the renal blood flow. Angiotensin 2 causes vasoconstriction and it decreases the renal blood flow. Prostaglandins, they lead to vasodilatation, increase the renal blood flow. Acetylcholine, they causes vasodilatation, increase the renal blood flow. The ADH causes vasoconstriction, decrease the renal blood flow, so decreased urine output. And the atyl nitrouretic peptide causes vasodilatation and increases the renal blood flow. The other factors which affect uh, are the hypoxia whenever the arterial O2 becomes less than 50. Uh, normally, uh, the chemoreceptors are stimulated, uh, the vasomotor center get activated leading to renal vasoconstriction and decreased renal blood flow. Hemorrhage when blood loss occurs, the renal blood flow decreases. Renal arterial blood pressure uh, Whenever blood pressure increases, sympathetic tone decreases reflexly, there is a renal uh, vasodilatation that decreases the renal blood flow. High protein diet uh, can increase renal blood flow as a result of increased glomerular capillary pressure. There are some postural changes and muscular exercise where change in position from supine to standing posture causes decrease in renal blood flow. Uh, which can be due to the uh, increased sympathetic activity. Then uh, uh, infections, uh, they can cause renal vasodilatation, they can increase uh, the renal blood flow and uh, maybe fever and uh, uh, other reasons so which can uh, lead to vasoconstriction and reduced blood flow. Thank you.